please stand clear of the doors. With the quick success, success, success. With the quick success of success. With the quick success of Space Mountain. Success. Why am I saying it weird? Success. With the quick success. With the quick success. With the quick, uh, what can I say instead of success? Because I'm having problems. With the quick, with the quick, this thing is really messing me up in here. I can't. With the quick, with the quick success of Space Mountain. Success. With the quick success. Okay, there, okay. Welcome to episode 43 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today, we will be giving the his on Space Mountain. First off, uh, I want to welcome Bruce from Unlocking the Magic onto our show today. So, hey, Bruce, how you doing? What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. You want to talk, talk a little bit, uh, little bit about yourself, about your podcast? Sure. We do, my wife and I, Connie, we do Unlocking the Magic podcast. And um, we just talk all about Disney. We love, like you guys, we talk a little bit about the history. Um, we're a family that goes there, so we talk about traveling to Disney as a family. And uh, we just enjoy it. It's just a fun thing for us to kind of escape the real world and talk about what we like and our experiences from going as many times as we go. Yep, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, you pretty much right this said, you know, why you love Disney and why you love going to Disney. It's the same thing for all of us here. It's the same exact thing. We all love to go there and kind of mm -hmm. get away from real life and enjoy ourselves with our families and with each other, too. So Now, are you Disneyland or Disney World? I mean, if you ask me which one I would rather go to, mm -hmm. I, if you gave me a choice, I would rather Disneyland. But really? I enjoy Disney World and I love Disney World. It's the one that is closer to our home and the one that we frequent more often. Why would you choose Disneyland? Just curious. Uh, you know, I think for me, the reason that I love Disney is it's a great family place to not only have fun, but to learn. And mm -hmm. I love the history of how Disneyland started and Walt Disney himself and his yeah. story about, you know, the sacrifices that he made and how he actually created the Walt Disney Company in Disneyland. And when you go to Disneyland, especially if you've been to Disney World many times, when you go to Disneyland, it feels similar to Disney World, but it's just there's just a special feeling that you get. It's smaller. Uh, you get to see some of the original attractions that are there. It uh, doesn't have the bubble that everybody talks about with uh, the Magic Kingdom and Disney World down mm -hmm. in Orlando. But it just feels like you're in where everything started. And to me, that's what I, I enjoy the most. That does sound cool. I've never been there. Hopefully I can get there eventually. Yeah, I suggest it's a, it's a much different vibe than than Disney World. It's. I've two heard. parks there's no bubble like as soon as you step outside the park you're in you're in reality um, but when you're in the park especially in disneyland even though it's smaller it just you feel something different than you do at disney World. but don't you like that bubble don't you like staying at a hotel and then just being immersed into disney everywhere right oh of course i mean it's it's amazing there's no other vacation that i would rather go to than being in that bubble um but <clears throat> You know, if you if you say which one would I rather go to, Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, I, the park itself, I, I enjoy Disneyland. Nice. Okay, so before we get started here with the, you know, talking about Space Mountain, which is a great ride, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're Team Tonga, right? You love Tonga Coast, yes. 
So I just want to let you know, I went to, we had, my wife and I had our 10 year anniversary um, back in September. And Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I, we had our first Tonga toast ever because, you know, you guys are always talking it up on your podcast and, you know, everyone's really, I mean, it's just like a staple little meal there at the um, Polynesian and it is massive. Like the, the it, is. It, it is so big. Uh, and it was delicious. I loved it. How did Mel put up for you? Ten years, jeez. I have no idea to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, uh, but it was great. Um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and start talking about Space Mountain. Uh, so, what do you guys think about this ride, Alex? What do you think? I love Space Mountain. Oh yeah, what do you love about it? I mean, I love, I love it's a roller coaster because I'm a big roller coaster guy, and um, I love that it's pitch dark. It makes it not pitch some, dark. I'm sorry. There's some light. You're right. But I love how dark it is, uh, and it feel. I love, even though it's a short ride, it's still, um, I don't know, just, it feels, it feels longer than it is, I think, when I'm in there, just because of how dark it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I definitely like it, um, It's except for the very first part when you're going up that chain. Why? <laughs> I've, I've said it before, you know, sometimes when it doesn't hook right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it messes up my back, and I got a bad back. Uh, but yeah, it's a roller coaster, so I'm gonna love it. And uh, being in the dark does help. Uh, you know, you don't get to see what's coming up next. I mean, mm-hmm. after enough times, you know what's coming up next, especially the whirly whirl. Mm-hmm. That I love no- that part. <laughs> that noise. You know, Joe's kind of more newer to the ride. I-, I am newer to the ride. So Bruce, you know, I haven't. I-, I just started riding roller coasters overall. I haven't. I haven't ridden any roller coasters to like recently. So I haven't. Until recently, I haven't been on Mine Train. I haven't been on Big Thunder. And just um, like a month ago, we went to the Moonlight Magic. Is that's where they closed the parks down for uh, DVC members. And I got to ride Mine Train three times, like right after another. I got to ride Big Thunder like three times, and I got to ride Space Mountain for the first time ever. And I loved it. I loved it. It was a great ride. Um, kind of, it's a you know, I, I could see what was coming uh, when I was on the roller coaster, but I loved the whole thing. I was really nervous before I got onto it. Mm-hmm. But can I ask you a question? Yes, for sure. Why didn't you go on roller coasters before? You know, I was a baby. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I was. <laughs> we don't judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I judge. Yeah, we do. Hey, but listen. <laughs> let me let me tell you the good news is that you know I've been going to Disney for a while, and this opened up a whole new side of the park for me. Yeah. So, you know, so it's like now it's like a whole new experience. Like the whole. So new I world. went on Space Mountain like a month ago. It is like a whole new world, right? So I went on Space Mountain like a month ago, and now I can't wait to get back on this ride but the parks are closed and i cannot wait for it to open up so i can go ride space mountain the parks are closed because it's a little chaotic oh gosh (laughs) so you're just waiting for that huh? i was (laughs) okay um but going i was nervous as soon as i made that first like little turn on the ride i was like this is the best this is this i love this so but we'll talk more about that later during memory so bruce how about you what do you uh what what do you think about space mountain I mean, we love it as a family. I mean, it's my wife's gone. He's the favorite, her favorite ride for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love it. I mean, we go on there three, four times every time we visit. It's one of the attractions that we got to hit first. And then we try to hit a couple times before we leave at the end of the day. But uh, we've been on it hundreds of times. Awesome. That, that's super cool. Okay. But so- I, think my fa- I think my favorite part is everybody's reaction when they take photos. Because our family tries to be, you know, we have three girls in mm-hmm. 18 17 and 13 and they're always trying to coordinate some sort of funny photo when right. they can take the photos 
Um, and that's always funny to me trying to figure out what they're, what they're going to come up with and how to execute it. Yeah. That's always, it's always fun to kind of see, even when, when you're walking out to see other people, what they're doing, you know, and does that one have the screen that, that you, that people can see other people's photos on? I don't remember. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the worst part. If you I take a goofy so. photo and everybody else is staring at yours. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I forget. It's been too. It's been a while since I've been on that one to know if it was an automatic upload or if there's the screen where you have to type your magic pin. Yeah, you get you get out and it's there's like a, a display of four or five screens that are all all the photos are up there. Oh, okay. Because I know, like for pirates, you know, there is no screens. It just you go onto your app and it's already there. Yeah. Right. Same yeah. thing with uh, Mind Train too. Yeah, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. So let's get to the his on Space Mountain. <laughs> Space Mountain opened in the Magic Kingdom on January 15, 1975. This indoor, dark, outer space-themed roller coaster is a dual-tracked coaster which quickly rose to great popularity. On May 27, 1977, Disneyland opened their almost identical version of Space Mountain. On April 15, 1983, Tokyo Disneyland opened another almost identical space-themed coaster. On June 1, 1995, Disneyland Park Paris opened their own version of Space Mountain, called Space Mountain from the Earth to the Moon. Hong Kong Disneyland opened an exact copy of Disneyland Space Mountain on September 12, 2005. So there's quite a few Space Mountains, you know, yeah. kind of coming close together. It's awesome how many different uh, variants there are, in a way. Yeah, I mean, um, and they're all different, different in, I would say, in a way, too. In a way, yeah. yeah. They're all, you know, they're all based off the same style, but there's d- different variants in them. Bruce, so. have you been lucky enough to go to any one other than the States? No. Unfortunately, the only ones we've been on are in Disneyland and Disney World, which are very different. Yeah. Yeah. D- d- is there like a big difference in the two? Because I'm hoping, I'm hopefully going to go to <laughs> California here in a couple couple years. Not this summer, next summer. We're planning a big trip to California. It's been a couple years, a couple years, hasn't it, Alex? <laughs> no, like man. It. Do you not know when the graduation is? It's next year. The graduation is next year. We're, we're going for like a graduation trip for like my goddaughter. She's graduating and she wants to go to Disneyland and we're going to go to Hawaii. So we're all going to go together. And nice. uh, yeah, so is there any kind of crazy thing you want to tell me about the the one in California, like, is there a loop? No, no loops. <laughs> you sit so, so in the Disney World, you sit in a line, like one mm-hmm. in one in each row, and there's three people in each cart. And Disney World Land, you sit side by side, so there's two people. You sit next to somebody. Okay. Yeah, that's a different feel, not to be in the toboggan. Yeah, it's mostly so, side by side in all the all the um all space the mountains. Oh. Where I think ours and I, I remember. We didn't do anything. I didn't do any history on this because there was so much to cover. But I think ours and the one in Tokyo is like the the toboggan you said. So now, not being a toboggan, do you still feel the cart going side to side like you would when you're in the side by side? Yeah, it still has similar feel. I wouldn't say it's as um, loose on as the track. Much of a yeah, I, I, it's not as a rough a ride in Disneyland as is Disney World. If you had to choose one. Which one would you rather ride? See, I go back and forth with this. We just, so we actually, right before this happened, we were in February vacation up for, so we're in Boston area. We have February vacation the third week of February. We went to Disney World for the week. And then I had to be in San Diego 
five days later. So we went to Disney World. So we went to Disneyland and Disney World within five days of each other. Oh, wow. And and before that, I would have said, hands down, Disney World. Uh But my recent trip to Disneyland, I don't know if it was just less busy or we got to ride it a couple more times, but I actually really enjoyed Space Mountain and Disneyland this time. So I go back and forth. I'm not a stickler to one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I'm, there's no hard line for me. It's literally my last experiences on the attraction is what I decide on. So I'm right. <laughs> if you ask me today, it's going to say Disneyland. Next year, it could be totally Disney World. That's a good way to do things. Yeah. There's no hard lines for me. <laughs> Other than two zipper backpacks. Two zipper backpacks? Yes. What's up with that? I would love everybody to stick to a two zipper or less backpack when they go to Disney World. I hardly, oh, okay. I hardly ever bring a backpack just because of the uh, weight lines. Yeah. Yes. That's my new. That's my new uh, soapbox. I'm standing on. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I think you know. In 1959, Matterhorn bobsleds opened at Disneyland California and became a huge success, which proved to Walt Disney that thrilling rides had a place in his park. In 1964, Walt approached legendary Imagineer John Hinch with his new idea for a focal point of the renovation of Tomorrowland, which was being planned for in 1967. Walt had an idea for a spaceport-themed roller coaster, which would be built inside, so it would be a dark ride with lighting and effects. Over the next few years, the concept of the ride would get redefined, but in June 1966, the spaceport attraction was renamed Space Mountain. The initial concept was for the ride to have four separate tracks, but with the technology available, the space available, and Walt's death in December 1966, Space Mountain idea was shelved. In 1971, Magic Kingdom opened and it became a huge success, especially with teens and young adults. The Imagineers wanted to add a thrill ride to the park, so they considered putting in a Matterhorn bobsled, but decided it wouldn't fit in Florida. Tomorrowland had a lot of space available, so Imagineers took the Space Mountain concept for their first Disney World thrill ride. Building a coaster is expensive, so to help with the cost, then Disney CEO Card Walker convinced RCA to sponsor the new attraction. RCA would sponsor the ride till 1993. Then FedEx took over the sponsorship from 1994 till 2005, and now it is sponsorless. I remember when UPS sponsored it because the video you, you was FedEx. FedEx, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's, I remember the shipping in the video that yes. you'd watch when you were waiting in line. Yes, yeah, uh, they made reference. To and then it. they had it. They made sure they had FedEx type boxes or things in the um, rooms you saw the futuristic areas after the ride. No, I don't remember that part. I just remember watching the videos. I was in elementary school when I was there. So I've never like. So I didn't. I haven't really got to. I didn't get to to enjoy the queue this time. The last time I went, because mm-hmm. there was like no wait. Yeah. So is there a video usually that plays that kind of like you know hypes up the whole experience? I don't remember any videos being played since we've had the passes for the last four years. I have not gone on there unless it was a fast pass. So I mean, you usually get fast passes then. Yeah. I've been in the queue in the past where they have the games you can play, which is fun when the line's long. Um, but I, I don't ha- remember a video. Yeah, see, I haven't been there since those were put in. Oh. Sorry, I haven't been there other than on a fast pass since right. those were put in. Yeah, I don't remember any video playing when we were there recently, and the games are gone as well. Oh, the games are gone. Oh. Yeah, and the the queue is not the greatest queue in the world, so you're lucky to have a fast pass. Yeah, when I went last, it was just like we pretty much. It was like five minute wait. We just walked right on, pretty much. Yeah, you got lucky. Oh, because you went. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> forgot. It wasn't luck. No. 
It was the <laughs> pile of money he's sitting on. I mean, DVC, going to Hawaii, going to California. <laughs> I don't know about that. We just got saving, man. I'm gonna back. I don't up. remember the. I don't remember the sponsorships. Sadly, my experience with Disney World has all been the last twelve years. I'd say maybe fifteen years. I didn't go as a kid. I didn't really go as a teenager. So all my experience from the parks is from the last fifteen years. I'd say. And so, do you think that? So Alex is kind of in the same boat. He really hasn't been to Disney as much. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's been more recently with with Mike, his family. And do uh-huh. you, I'm trying to, like, do you think, because Connie, she went out when she was younger, right? Yeah, she went out quite a bit when she was young. So do you guys kind of have, is it, is it still, like, what, what makes it special to you? Is because it's special to your family, you know, type of thing, or? I think when we first went to Disney World, when my older two daughters were probably three and two, um, we were, we were having a rough time in our, in our life, in we went to Disney World. It's kind of like when we, I don't want to say we figured out life. We were young parents uh, and our kids were little and we decided, you know, something happened in our life. We're like, we needed to get away. And we went to Disney World and it kind of like was our second visit ever as a family. The first one didn't go fantastic. Uh, like everybody's first trip to Disney was hectic and we mm-hmm. ended up leaving and like, what the heck did we just do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we went back a second time and it ended up being the best vacation we've ever had in our life. Like the kids were great. They enjoyed it. They got it. Uh, we had a great time, kind of forgot about everything that was happening in the world. And then from there, I really started to like read books about Walt Disney and what he went through. And it just kind of clicked with me. And that's where it all started for me in us as a family you know she has her memories going with her parents when she was younger and she tells our kids about that and she obviously reminisces with us but as a family that's when it clicked for us and that's when we decided to love walt disney and that's where we go all the time all our vacations there that's super awesome so your experience the first time wasn't that good because you didn't know what to do what passes to book and all that right no, this was pre-podcast, right? Like, yeah. there was no, it was like you had to go to the library and buy those books. So, like I mean, that's even two things to do at Disney before your next vacation. Right. That's even more reason that you should reach out to Joey Mazan at these uh, Joey oh, Mazan yeah. <laughs> two Z's like pizza. Thanks, Joey. You owe me twenty bucks now for uh, plugging you. <laughs> What's that? What does he do? Uh, he do, he gives tours. He basically has uh, families that book him, and he will tell you where you need to go, what rides. You know, you tell him what rides. He tells you what time you need to be there. Um, basically, and then uh, ho- what holds kids' backpacks while they go on. Yeah, he does everything he needs yeah. to help make the parents' uh, trip easier for them. But then he also tells our our listeners that if they message him Instagram or Twitter, that he'll uh, send some advice their way. Nice. I needed that. Yeah, we definitely needed Joey. Where the heck was he 15 years ago? <laughs> yeah, and he knows a lot of inside facts. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has like a photographic memory. Yeah. Yeah, we were totally that family that went to the Magic Kingdom and left early, or we tried to get there at Rope Drop and stayed till the end. Our kids were very little, and they mm-hmm. were crying, and it wasn't that great. Yeah, usually uh, it's the girls that you paid the, what, $200 to make them look like a princess, and you want to get your money is worth, so you stay to the very end, and they um, don't look like a princess anymore. <laughs> that is true. Space Mountain has brake zones that can determine the weight in each rocket ship and control how fast it will move down the track, depending on where the other ships are on the track. This is commonplace today, but almost 40 years ago, it was groundbreaking. 
This finally brought the technology Walt needed to make the space mountain he had dreamed about a decade earlier a reality. The ride's original four-track design was reduced to just two tracks due to budget and spacing constraints. The two tracks are almost identical with track alpha simply being a mirror image of track omega. The location of Space Mountain was originally going to be where Carousel of Progress is now, but due to its large size, Imagineers didn't want it overshadowing the castle. The ride's location is actually outside the park's boundary line, which caused the tunnel, or suitably named Star Corridor, needed to transport guests under the Walt Disney World Railroad tracks. Magic Kingdom's Space Mountain opened on January 15, 1975. I think that's really apparent when you're at like the contemporary. You can hmm. see that Space Mountain is just like a little further back than everything else. Yeah. That's my landmark to look at when I'm going to Magic Kingdom. It's not the castle, it's <laughs> Space Mountain. There's Space Mountain that I'm near Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, and that's probably that's one of the when you're at the contemporary or when you're over at Bay Lake Tower, mm-hmm. that's pretty much like the main thing you see is uh is Space Mountain. Because it's like right there. Let's see if that's the same uh, thing you say once uh, Tron's built, though. Oh, yeah. If you think um, uh, Space Mountain's kind of off now, you know, from like Disney, can oh, you imagine yeah. where Tron's going to be at? It's like way out there. Yeah. I mean, when you're standing in line for Barnstormer, mm-hmm. that's like far away. That was your baby steps, right? When you're, Barnstormer? Yeah. yeah, that's the first one I went on is Barnstormer. <laughs> first roller coaster. Yeah. Barnstorm was intense, man. It is short, but intense. I, I think it's pretty intense too. I think it's more. In- well, it's not really. You know, yeah, we're but... not. Th- we're not taking your intense into consideration. That's uh, sure, I guess. But I think. See, so no, I'm not going to talk about uh, this. But I'm going. I'm. You're not going to talk about it, no, but you no, still keep on. going with the story. I'm like, I'm like lost my train of thought. I don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, oh go ahead. no. No, I was going to say, you know, it's kind of crazy how Walt Disney, how ahead of the times he was. And this kind of proves it right here. Like some of the stuff that's on Space Mountain mm-hmm. is ground, was groundbreaking at the time. And it was such like a huge deal. You know, I had a train sound effect on my phone. I was like, oh, someone's going to say I lost my train of thought. And I didn't put it on the iPad. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with the breaking, uh, that's uh, kind of, you know, neat to know that it was put way back then to control how fast everything was going. Uh, you know, in case there was a car stopped up ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I mean, I know it wasn't planned on, but I do like the tunnel that you go underneath to get to um, Space Mountain here in Disney in Disney World. I know they don't have a tunnel in Disneyland or any other place. You usually, just walk up to the ride itself or <clears throat> excuse me to the building. But I like the tunnel aspect. It really lets you like transport to the location. Uh, when you're about to get on the ride, I feel. Which I think would have been nice if they could have done something like that for like Star Wars Land, like where you completely went away from it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been nice we, for Star Wars. What are you Wars talking Land. about? You go under, under a tunnel? Yeah, one way. The other way from Toy Story Land, you don't, right? Right. No, yeah. Yeah. With the quick success of Space Mountain, Imagineers decided they wanted to bring the space themed thrill ride to Disneyland. Imagineer Bill Watkins was in charge of designing the ride to fit in Disneyland. Because of space limitations, the dual-track layout was reduced to one track and the building was made much smaller. Composer Aaron Richard and show producer Eddie Soto teamed up in 1996 to create the onboard music track. This sci-fi horror meet surf music is used to give the guests a sensory ride experience. In 2005, the soundtrack was replaced with an original composition by composer Michael Giacchino that is synchronized with the track. On May 27, 1977, Disneyland's Space Mountain opened and quickly found success. 
1997, the exterior of Space Mountain was painted green, gold, copper, and bronze to match the renovation of Tomorrowland. In 2005, the attraction was restored to its original white. In 2015, Space Mountain received a Star Wars overlay called Hyperspace Mountain. The pre-flight safety video featured Admiral Akbar. On January 7, 2020, Space Mountain was refurbished to remove the Hyperspace Mountain overlay and return it to its original look. In 2007, for only the summer, an overlay called Rockin' Space Mountain was used alongside California's Screamin' that changed the soundtracks to Red Hot Chili Peppers. In 2009, Space Mountain received another seasonal overlay, this one being a Halloween overlay called Ghost Galaxy. This Halloween overlay did not return in 2019 because Mickey's Halloween party was moved to Disney, California. We need more overlays in Florida. Yeah, I'm really just about these overlays that they had at the Space Mountain. Well, not just Space Mountain, Nightmare Before Christmas oh, I know, over in California. Right? Oh my God. Have you, been, um, have you been lucky enough to see that? Yeah, so we actually went on Hyperspace Mountain and saw the overlay for Jack Skeleton at Haunted Mansion. Wow. How was it? So here, uh, listen, I, so here's my, here's the dilemma that I always have, have when I, when people ask me about that. I get the overlays, but think of it this way. If you were going to Disneyland and it's your first time and you haven't been there before and maybe you aren't going to be able to go back. Would you want to see the Haunted Mansion or Space Mountain with an overlay, or would you want to see it in its original form? I'm not thinking about those people. Think about myself. <laughs> no, you're right. That's a, you're good, right. that's a good point. It's a really good point. Cause, yeah, because I want to see like the without the overlay. So that was our first time. It was our first time in Disneyland, and it was Hyperspace Mountain, and it was the overlay of Haunted Mansion. And I was like, eh, I would rather have seen it in its original form. But now that we've seen it a few times, like the overlays I get. I get the overlays are good for people who frequently go there. Right. But for people who it's their first time, it's tough because it's not its original. It's not in its original form. Right. I I I would wish they would do the hyperspace overlay here, but they probably wouldn't now. Why not? I have to say, going on hyperspace, I didn't like hyperspace mountain as much as the original attraction. Oh really? Even if I've been on that, yeah, I'd rather see space mountain in its original form. I didn't. Hyperspace mountain wasn't that great for me. Oh okay. I mean, but it, the overlay on Haunted Mansion is amazing. Even if music was changed, I know we don't have the onboard uh, right. speakers, but like even something as simple as that, like each time you go on, you may hear a different song, like something new. I wish they would do, but they they have speakers in the ride at you know in Florida, you know the Magic Kingdom. They could change it up a little bit. I kind of want to see how I want to go. So someone who has only been on it one time. I kind of want to keep. I want to do it a couple more times like this, mm-hmm. and then 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 do like a change. Right, right. Get used to it. Yeah. Understand what it is and then see the differences. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of talked about the overlays, how they can quickly change the the overlay and uh, Mickey Mickey's Runaway Railway that it, because everything's all digital. Right. It, it, we might be able, they might be able to do some things like a different, you know, it could be like a winter theme. Yeah. Or, we didn't talk about that they are going to. We said that they should. And we they mean they should. should. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. On April 15th, 1983, Tokyo Disney opened and with it, Tokyo Space Mountain. This Space Mountain is an exact clone of Disneyland Space Mountain until 2006 when it received a refurbishment which gave it more of a futuristic look similar to Magic Kingdom's ride. The new spaceport features a futuristic spaceship hanging from the ceiling. In 2009, for the holiday season, the exterior at night becomes a light show while playing Christmas music in the background. On June 1st, 1995, Disneyland Paris opened their own version of Space Mountain called Space Mountain from the Earth to the Moon. 
Designed as a view on space travel from a Jules Verne era perspective, based on the novel From the Earth to the Moon, the trek is significantly different from the other four, as it's the only one to include a launch and three inversions, Sidewinder, Corkscrew, and Horseshoe. The building itself has the same shape as all the other space mountains, but is painted and designed with a steampunk look. The ride's launch is visible as it sits on the side of the building running from the bottom of the building to the top. The launch tracks are partly enclosed and partly exposed. From the Earth to the Moon was the first roller coaster to feature onboard music, which would later be added to Space Mountain at Disneyland and Hong Kong Disneyland. It underwent modifications in 2005 and became Space Mountain Mission 2. This journey was slightly different to the first as it took riders beyond the moon to the very edge of the universe. The ride temporarily closed in 2017 on January 8th and was replaced with Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, a copy of Disneyland's Star Wars overlay. Mission 2 has been announced to return this year. Space Mountain at Hong Kong Disneyland, which opened on September 12, 2005, was based on the refurbished Space Mountain at Disneyland with similar soundtrack and layout. It had a temporary Star Wars hyperspace overlay theme, but was decided to be kept as a permanent theme for the ride. The queue area has been fully refurbished with the addition of a full-size replica X-Wing, a character meeting area as well as a gray and white Star Wars queue line theme. The ride storyline is identical to the Disneyland Paris hyperspace version. So, um, have has anyone here seen the Paris one? I actually did not do any uh, YouTube research at all. Bruce, this. have you seen it? I have not. Uh, episode three of Disney's Imagineers, they show it. It's really cool. It has a cannon on the oh, outside. Oh, you know what? Maybe I've seen it there. The one where, I forget, the second CEO dies. Yes. Passes I did. away. That's, that's did that. Because when you were reading the part where, or you were talking about the part when they the inversion track i was thinking about yeah i have seen it somewhere so i don't do any research on on rides i don't know if any of you guys do that but i like to go on the rides with no outside experience like no youtube videos Mm -hmm. no talking about it i just want to experience it for the first time myself right for here yes but a few times when we're doing rides that had um uh things in other parks we uh look up the videos see now me who has like extreme anxiety before I went on Space Mountain, because I knew I was going to go on Space Mountain that night, I watched yeah. like videos and tried to like time like when I was going to be turning because everyone was like, it's going to be pitch black in there. And that's like the, the worst part. <laughs> all I get, so I was like right, right, left like, in my head, you know, but I was like, I can see everything. Well, all, all I can imagine now is um, cool runnings when they're in the tub and they're practicing. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, me. Just imagine John Candy yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, that was me like, you know, before that night I was in the tub kind of like practicing going left and right and so. <laughs> I did see a photo of the the France ride, and it does look really cool. The cannon actually moves as it shoots you off. Oh, does it? Yeah, so I it has the video. same thing as a Hulk roller coaster or Slinky Dog, mm-hmm. the uh, catapult system. Oh, nice, that's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, but it's interesting how they all based it. How Disney World had the original, and then Disneyland, I guess, made it better because now they based two other rides off of Disneyland, not Disney World. So. Apparently they thought, or because it's more compact, I guess, right? Because Disney World had more space to work with, mm-hmm. apparently. Right, which I don't understand. Why can Disneyland get the uh, added uh, speakers, the um, the ride speakers, but we can't? Because it was, I don't know, it wasn't made that much later either. No. Yeah. Well, no, because they, they, you said, you're the one who read it. Yeah, yeah. They added it later on. Oh, okay. To Disneyland. So it's like, why can't they go back on ours, put a little battery pack, Bluetooth? Yeah, I don't know. 
they want to keep it original, I guess. They got some uh, time now to do some work, right? Yeah, they do. They definitely do. I heard they're working on the castle. Are they still working on it? I think, yeah. Because yeah. I heard um, the hotels stopped. Uh, they stopped working on the hotel. Antron. The Star Wars hotel? Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. WED, now called Walt Disney Imagineering, partnered with Aero Development Company, the same company that helped design the Matterhorn to design Space Mountain. It's one of the slowest thrill rides at the Magic Kingdom. Neil Armstrong himself was on hand for the unveiling of Disneyland's refurbished Space Mountain in 2005. Magic Kingdom Space Mountain has a height requirement of 44 inches or 112 centimeters. Disneyland, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Tokyo Disneyland Space Mountains have height requirements of 40 inches or 102 centimeters. Disneyland Paris's Space Mountain has a height requirement of 47 inches or 120 centimeters. Disney hired astronaut Gordon Cooper as a creative consultant for Space Mountain. In order to preserve the scale of Tomorrowland buildings in Disneyland, the base of Space Mountain structure is set 17 feet below ground level. During the Halloween season, Hong Kong Space Mountain receives the Ghost Galaxy Overlay. We here at DizHiz love Magic Kingdom Space Mountain and would love the opportunity to ride all the other variations across all the Disney theme parks. Hidden Mickeys! In the interactive game on the left wall of the queue, pay attention to the space construction objects that you can move around. In another game, look for a floating hidden Mickey. During the instructional video before boarding, look for two hidden Mickeys. You all right there, Adam? Yeah, I was thinking, because I know what they are. I was thinking if I should say them or not. Oh. One's a hat, one's a uh, stowaway luggage thing. Oh. There's none There's none in the actual ride No, part? none in the actual ride. So if you are a chicken like Joe and cannot ride the ride, you can still get your hidden Mickeys without actually getting on. Just walk up to a cast member, say, I'm a baby, and they will direct you off. Hey, but I've been on it, man. I'm not a baby anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. No, you're a toddler now. Yeah. <laughs> Go on Mount Everest, and we can talk. I'm going to. That's, okay. that's in the next ride I'm going oh, wait, on wait, wait, Everest. Wait. Mount Everest, that's uh, what? Teenager Ex- status? He has to do rock and roller coaster to be a man. That's right? going to yeah. be a little bit. For just sure. Give, just give me some time to build up to that one, okay? So I think there was a fun game if anyone wants to replay this podcast. Take a drink every time you hear the word success. You will get drunk by the end. Oh, there was a lot of success yes, on this there, one. Huh? Yeah, there was. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> memories. 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 So, Alex, do uh, you have any memories on Space Mountain? Uh, I do. I do have some memories. Um, one time, my wife and I were waiting in line so long, I sang 100 bottle, bills on the, 100 bottle beers on the wall. And I sang the whole one. 100 bottle bills on the walls. A whole different story. <laughs> how long were you waiting? Enough to sing that song. Can, we do, that? can we do that now so we can find out how long that is? Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, did do, I did do that. And I legit did not stop until it was over. Was she angry with you? Uh, she was annoyed. She, was, <laughs> she was, thought it was funny for the first 20. And then she was annoyed for 50. And then she thought it was funny again. And then she was annoyed. And then she was happy it was over that I made it to the final one. And like when you were done, like were you ready to get on the ride? I was very close to getting the ride, yes, oh, actually. Okay. Yeah. It worked out. That's still a pretty cool memory. <laughs> Shows it's a long wait. Oh yeah, when you have fast pass and it's busy, that tunnel is long. Bruce, when you went, did you have fast pass? 
Yes. Helps for out a sure. lot. I won't wait. I won't wait more than 40 minutes for an attraction. That's usually my cap too. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Joe, <laughs> would you like to share your recent memory? Yeah. Well, I kind of got two memories, right? There's recent too. I uh, went on Space Mount for the first time like a month ago. Uh, I loved it. It was it was great. I was super nervous before, right before getting on it. But as mm-hmm. soon as I went up that ramp and I was started like you know, going down, it was it, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Also, what back in December, I didn't go on the ride, but Alex went on the ride and I ate all of his peanut butter snickers. Oh my god! I was so mad when I found out that happened. Yeah, yeah. So he was out there waiting on you guys. Yeah, we we went to the Mickey's Not, not So Scary. Yeah, not oh, December. Oh, yeah, so it was like September. September. We went like super early for Mickey's yeah. Not So Scary, and they were giving all these like peanut butter Snickers, which are delicious. Oh, so he went on Space Mountain, and I ate all of his. It was pretty, it was really good. <laughs> How about you, uh, Bruce? Do you have any memories? Yeah, so many. Uh, I remember, so my daughter recently turned 16 a few years ago, and for her 16th birthday, the other two kids were going to write these signs and happy 16th birthday and we're all going to hold them up as nice. we got to the camera they were thinking about it for months like we knew we were going we were going to do this this was the thing they had planned so we're getting in line hiding the signs in line we get up to the thing they hand them all out like telling us how we do it we go to get the picture we hold up the signs and it's all backwards <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny always curious so, about those signs did you fold them up really small and then unfold them or i was curious about how people would do that because I mean, it's hard to hold giant signs if they're not really folded really well. Yeah, so it's like it was probably uh, you know a, a piece of a good sized piece of paper, right? Not mm-hmm. like the uh, not the huge cardboard pieces of paper that you the kids use for projects that they roll up. Probably half that size, and we just folded it into four and like stuck it in my my backpack that I had my zip my uh, my two zipper or less backpack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two zipper less. <laughs> Nice. How about you, Adam? Do you have any memories? Uh, no. Um, I mean, I remember, and actually, uh, after I, as soon as I said elementary school, I knew it was wrong because I knew who I went, and that was more of a. It was a, I was in middle school. Um, when I went with my friend Jamil and his mom, uh, which you will see a picture of us uh, when we get to the Splash Mountain episode. I still have that photo. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Um, but no, I guess the most recent memory was when Connor finally got on the ride last year. You know, me and China have been going on roller coasters for years, mm-hmm. uh, when we had universal passes and Connor just finally made it to that stage where he's ready for roller coasters. So, uh, yeah, seeing his face looking, um, pretty pale when we got off the ride. Does he like, <laughs> does he like Space Mountain? Yeah, he likes it now, oh, but okay. it took. A lot of asking for him to get on it. Well, hey, it could be worse. He could be waiting until he's almost 40. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Like I said, man, <laughs> it's like a whole new side of the park's open. Like it, I, I think I would rather do it this way because now I got to enjoy the park, but now it's like a whole new park. <laughs> yes, you see, Bruce, this is not Planet Fitness. We do judge. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine, man. I don't judge. You're fine. It's Like you said, you get to take it slow. Now you get the whole experience a whole other side of the park. That's right. That's how, that's how I like to hear. <laughs> so, Alex, what do you do in the world of Disney this week? Really? I mean, uh, even though I'm home a lot, really not a lot. I mean, a lot of Frozen 2 have been played. Um, I'm just waiting for, um, for oh, my God, now I'm blanking Onward? on the movie. Onward to come out. Thank you. Just waiting for that to come out in a week and a half. But really, um, not too much, honestly. 
Okay, how about you, Adam? I did nothing, you know, unlike you two. I still had to work last week. Hey, yeah. man, I've been working. I've been trying to get all these teachers ready for the virtual um, for the virtual teaching. I had to work today and yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. man. So we've been, I've been super from busy. From home? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, <laughs> it's from home. I wish I could work at home. They won't let me take you the should, microscope home. <laughs> why not? You just, you just sneak one out. So you got one at home. Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, um, yeah, I've been really busy still getting that computer room together so I can edit this a little more comfortable. So I didn't get to do anything like Alex. I'm waiting on Onward. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be that's kinda nice that they put that out at that out early. What was nice though is the fact that they went ahead and told you it'll be on Disney Plus. Imagine how mad you'd be if you saw you could rent it for or buy it for twenty dollars digitally, and then Disney a week later said, "Oh, look, it's on Disney Plus." Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. How about you, Bruce? Did you do Did you do anything? Of course, yeah. I mean, we recorded a podcast about Disney this week. What was the uh, the show about? I think we were doing Disneyland review. So we, like I mentioned before, we just got back from Disneyland about two okay. weeks ago. Yeah, and we were just kind of giving a recap, maybe even doing a little bit of. Uh, would you rather Disneyland versus Disney World attractions? Right. Cause you guys just went to both. So that's a good time to do that. Yeah. It was fresh in our mind. We got to see the first time that I've been so close to going to the magic kingdom and Disneyland, like I said, within five days, yeah, that's you really, you really get to see the difference between pirates or haunted mansion yeah. or space mountain or big thunder. Right. And if someone wanted to listen to that podcast, how would they do that? Uh, just search unlocking the magic on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Awesome. It's a great podcast, too. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. And so what I've been doing in the world of Disney, if no one's going to ask me, is... <laughs> we never do, Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. What have you been doing in the world of Disney, well, bro? Th thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. I do appreciate that. So on mobile, Disney has a new mobile game out. It's called Sorcerer's Arena. Oh, yeah. And this went global, did a global launch. So Alex and I have been playing that a little bit. I have. Also, some of our um, our patrons in our Discord, we've all been kind of playing together. Um, so we've been doing that. Also, our Discord chat has been hanging out with our, our friends in Discord, kind of talking with them and kind of keeping positive, talking Disney. Um, so that's been actually a lot of fun, just kind of keeping my mind off of other things. We're all kind of supporting each other. Yeah, the Discord chat is bumping. Uh, yeah. I caught in on the last part. What's uh, going on with Niels? Oh, he was he he was sick um, earlier this week. Uh huh. Yeah, but he I guess is getting a little bit better. Okay. And then also I've been playing Villainous, which is a Disney board game. It's a card game. We've been playing that, so that's a um a lot of that's that's a lot of fun. Steve, one of our um, Discord Patreons. members, Patreons, he just bought the game also, and he played it with his wife, and he really enjoyed it. And that's about it. I've seen a few Steamboat Willie uh, pictures, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Um, who who was it that got Steamboat and Willie? I think it was Chris. He got the Steamboat Willie Lego set. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And that's a really popular set. When we went to Legoland back in, like, October, that was, like, the one of the main highlights in the, in the Lego store was mm -hmm. the Steamboat Willie set. Oh, really? When I mentioned on Discord about Sam from Semantics doing it, uh, yes. I guess the, oh, yeah. the, tower, the smokestacks move. Oh, really? Idea. Yeah, that's what she said that, you know, when she said that it almost broke up her marriage, yes. putting that thing together. That was funny. Yeah, she said that uh, part of it was because it, the stacks moved. Okay. So I guess it'd be a little harder to put together. Yeah. yeah well, the Lego Span can be kind of tough sometimes. Yeah, I've been watching Lego Masters. That show's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, next week they're going to do a Star Wars episode. Can't wait. Yeah. R2, uh, not R2-D2, oh man. C-3PO. C-3PO yeah, came out there on the show. It's pretty cool. 
Okay, so we just wanted to go ahead and just uh, mention some of these really great reviews that we are getting on our show. So, yeah. I'm on Apple Podcast, and you can put a name there. His name is Mark Delaware. I'm going to go ahead and assume he's Mark from Delaware. Right. I don't know. That's a pretty awesome last name. Oh, I mean, is it better than Redneck Guy 19K? Did he give us a review? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. So, uh, hold on. You're reading Mark Delaware? Yeah, Mark Delaware. Okay. Or Mark from Delaware. Either one. Well, thank you, Mark. Didn't expect to be as good as it turned out to be. Well, shame on you. <laughs> I ain't going to give a commentary. <laughs> you read Disney history and just assume random background tidbits, pretty much. This is more like a tour guide of the place. Learned of the restaurants and food, several different locations, the history, and their current state based on the host's personal experience and actual Disney information, articles, and readable copy. That's a run-on sentence. <laughs> You know, Adam's the only one that people like say nice things about our show, and then he gives them a hard time. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you asked about the current state. It's closed. This was pretty amazing. I'm con- What are you talking about right now? Is this the same review? Yeah. Same. I'm still going on. Okay. I'm kind of shocked it was good, honestly. Once again, shame on you. <laughs> Give us credit. <laughs> a definite must listen, especially if you plan on heading to Disney one day. Well, hopefully one day you can head back. Yeah. Yeah, go, ahead and listen, go ahead and reach out to us when you're coming back, too. Maybe we can meet up with you. Adam can go ahead and give you a hard time when you come over here, too. <laughs> but thank you for the comments yes. and nice words. And you can say it was a surprisingly okay visit. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for this review by Outnumbered Mama via Apple Podcast. Okay, so I'm going to read the review, and I'm not going to give a horrible commentary. Absolutely love this show. These guys have so much knowledge, great stories, and awesome camaraderie. Just discovered them a few days ago. Can't wait to binge all the episodes over the next few weeks. I just want to say thank you for that uh, review. It means a lot. So just keep on sending all those nice reviews, and we'll go ahead and get them on air. What, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say, yeah, uh, I guess now would be the best time to tell your friends about the podcast because they can binge the episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, know. People have some free time. It's it's family-friendly, so you can sh- you can share it with your kids. You can listen to it in the house on blast if you need to. Um, so, yeah, sounds like a good idea. Um, before we go ahead and um, sign off here, Bruce, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, I mean, this has been a great experience for me just having you on the show just because, you know, we've been listening for such a long, well, I've been listening for such a long time. Um, do you just want to go ahead and just talk about your show one more time? Yeah, sure. First of all, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, guys. It was a great, great talk. I, I appreciate you having me on for your podcast. That's an honor. Um, yeah, just go check us out. You can go search whatever podcast app you listen to podcasts on. Just search Unlocking the Magic. You can find us there. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, appreciate it. So that's the His on Space Mountain. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. I'm Bruce. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Go to DizHiz.com where you can find links to all of our episodes, our social media accounts, and to our Patreon page where you can help us out and hear more from each of the shows. We also do monthly giveaways for our Patreon subscribers. Thanks for listening, and have a magical week. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply.